my podcast though. I Basically, it was, it would be a tailored woman's gym, 
except for the women's gym would be have pink backgrounds, flowers. It would have its own coffee bar. It would have its own tea bar. It would have well, it would be in all the same places, and it would have like all the protein powder and all that. But it would just be like a women's only gym, and then where you, it's like almost into Instagram influencing, where we put a lot of effort into the background so that people can take photos because everybody loves to, uh, everybody takes pictures at the gym, right? However, this is this is where I want to change the game. I want to add this little bit to that idea. I feel like we should add a lingerie section where people can just have their drink, tea or coffee or whatever, and just hang out in like a lounge with only women and just hang out and be bad. I love that. I already do that sleepovers uh, in the past, but doing that is kind of like different when it's just all women because you're more comfortable staring at you, there's nobody catcalling you, uh, nobody to compare yourself with, when, especially when you're trying to spot yourself in the bar, with the barbells, you know, when, um, I don't know, I, I know, it, it, I'm probably mis- uh, naming what the, uh, machine is called, but it's something like that, so honestly, just take my money at this point, somebody can make that a reality, I, we do have a women's gym where I have lived, except for it's not pretty, it's like all purple, it's like yellow and purple, and it kind of reminds me a little bit of like something that you would see a boomer at, but it doesn't have a bar, and uh, it's kind of just next to a salon, and so when it's, I don't know, I'm kind of intimidated, because I usually just go to the one that my family goes to, but because of COVID, I haven't been uh, able to do that. to AdvancedDermatology.com. They recommend they treat dark circles with IPL. That, an IPL is called Intense Pulse Light. These treatments cost $100 per session and it helps smoothly lighten the eye area. An affordable alternative is using caffeine-based creams and concealer. Um, so that's if you want to get a spa treatment and it's $200 per session because of IPLs. But if you if you don't want to do that and you just want to go to the drugstore like I want to, because I'm I'm in my twenties so I can get away with using like the cheapest alternative, I'm gonna go get a caffeine based um, cream and then concealer. Hopefully, if I take care of myself during my twenties and my thirties, I'll continue and I'll reap I'll uh, reap all the benefits. That's the idea because a lot of people right now are trying to trend to no end. Um, which is a over-the-counter prescription version of um, anti-wrinkle creams. But also what I found out recently was that um, in the Asian community, um, there's a lot of collagen and, bro- and bone broths, and that it was like, it's just exclusive just to the Asian community, and I didn't know that. And um, so I want to experiment with, with uh, making bone broths only. I think we kind of have something similar to that in, in uh, Mexican cuisine. That one is kind of like pozole because there's some kind of sometimes there's bones in there and it's exposed because of the uh, the beef or whatever we put in there so it's kind of like that but it wasn't made to be a bone broth so knowing that bone broths actually have a lot of collagen in there that's um that's facts like that's that's in 
interesting, right? I just don't know how I feel about it, but I want to try it so bad. Best friend gifts. Giving your best friend a gift for Valentine's Day is a trend. Usually, everybody's like, you need to be with somebody to have a gift. I think you don't need to be with somebody to give yourself anything in life. So, Refinery29 wrote about um, making, giving your best friend a Valentine's Day list. And so I was inspired by that. And I made my own list. I think you should give your best friend a thong. Or, or, I would give her, you know, like that thing, uh, they have an LED light, or they, uh, it's a spa treatment, it, Jessica Alba has it. It's, it's a bl- uh, blue light, and I guess it helps with, um, your acne scars or anything, and then there's a pink light, and it switches, and it looks like a mask. It's like a dermal light. I, if, if you, I would give that to my friend, for sure, and anything she wants, like, because if you're close enough with your best friend, there's nothing you can't talk about. Everybody I know, just like, if you're close enough, you can get with them. So because of quarantine, I've been journaling a lot, and I've, I'm a beginner journalist. I say that because of the ones I saw online have, uh, they're basically scrapbooking pros. Um, so back in the early 2000s and 90s, late 90s, um, I used to scrapbook a lot. And then I would have a journal, except for I didn't journal all the way. I would have a diary, and that's different from journaling. And so that's not the same thing. Um, so journaling, um, the way that they do it in 2020 is 21, sorry. Uh, it's different because uh, people have the blank uh, book pages, and they'll use watercolors. They'll use a lot of stickers, washi tape. Um, a lot of friend markers and then they, they make their own calendars from scratch and they have their own background and then they make their own um, progress list so whatever goal you have you write down you write a letter to yourself some people are, are scrapbooking like this girl i saw oh my god i was so inspired by her she had little teeny envelopes they were like smaller than the page and she put her movie ticket stubs right there and like every event she went to she even did a little spreadsheet for a, a, a wedding that she went to and i thought that was really nice because she, she even put the wedding invitation there um, on her page and then the other page she showed um, a lot of pictures from the wedding and they were polaroids i believe so i thought it was cool to put her her little polaroids in her journal and then put it like really cute um, tape around it and then people caption it so some of it is part reflection, some of it is a little bit yearbook inspired, so um, based on what year you're journaling at, you can put what movie you liked at that time, what music taste you had at that time, um, what you were cooking, what you were doing, anything that you were thinking, um, and it's more like you're just keeping track of yourself because you're trying to, to, to grow, and so that's like the whole idea of journaling. It's like you're, you're self-reflecting. But you're also growing and you're documenting a lot of cool memories. So it's kind of like scrapbooking, but it's not. Um, well, basically it is. So if I had a best friend for Valentine's Day, I would definitely give her a journal, journalist kit. I would get her a lot of washi tapes. Oh, also, they have Etsy stickers. I didn't even know that. Um, I would give her, like, the big bundle ones. 
So that's real love. Just cheering on your best friends no matter what. Because um, you don't really need a guy. Anyways, another gift is a mini printer for Polaroid and then you can uh, even send it to your mom. So you could. Oh, some people already have those, but I'm just not used to having it around. Um, so, yeah, that's a really cool. A gift for yourself, though, that's a different story. A gift for yourself for Valentine's Day is. Um, I made a different list for that. So, self love is the only lasting love you're ever going to have. So, it's time to elevate your own self. I. Girls do not have to feel bad about getting Chick-fil-A nuggets, heart-shaped boxes that they're selling at Chick-fil-A. You should definitely not feel bad about getting it for yourself. You should not feel bad about getting those ravioli heart-shaped things they have at Costco. I really want one. Some, like, somebody should get one for me. <laughs> um, I just really like decorated foods. Um, and see how it's weird? There's a lot of advertisements for beef jerky for boys. I think that if you're single and you're by yourself, you can buy yourself a Valentine's jerky. It was advertised for guys, or girls get it for their guys, boyfriends, whatever. But you can get it and get that exotic, exotic beef jerky. And there's a lot of different kinds. So, Cosmo Politan Magazine suggests buying red Moroccan rose auto oil. And this was a different, separate article, but I'm adding it to here because that's another gift to give yourself. Um, tempering gifts that's for baths so bath bombs and uh, that's uh, that's a very expensive oil so um, that's what I'm saying just just you know spend it all on you because you're you're worth it and then also um, for some reason aging is kind of scary and during this time in my life I've been so self-conscious about aging and I'm so young uh, my goodness another the last thing I think to do is write yourself a love letter a love letter um, basically something that I didn't do in the past but I want to do now and then I Pat McGrath Labs Blitz Trans Lipstick because lipsticks are awesome okay this is a separate this is like a big the next topic is like a big topic for me because it's, it's like so close to home so so many I so many coined the term alienation and that's when adults who are out of the nest, they're in their 20s, 30s. They move to a new city, new neighborhood, new town by themselves without the family, so there's nobody around. And it's when they feel like Squidward, where socializing during quarantine has become so restrictive that they feel so alone. And it's not the same thing as being a cat person, because it, well, you might as well be a cat person at this point, but it's not the same thing. So a lot of those adults feel like Squidward, they feel disconnected with the rest of society. Um, just like you know like the whole thing just everything alone it's so hard to like make new friends as adults versus when you're fresh in college or still in college like I am and it's so emotional because um, during quarantine it's harder to, to ask people out to go to restaurants because nobody wants to get sick nobody wants to invite you over you can't invite your friends over um so it's super draining on um extroverts a lot of introverts they're like oh i don't notice the difference i want to be by myself that's perfectly fine 
but people who don't do that they cope differently so with different coping skills and so that is like super draining so um you know a lot of people on youtube they're taking breaks because of quarantine just like make uh crank games playlist he's taking a month off and i feel like that's a great idea it's uh it's just so draining not having your friends around it, it does affect you it does i know it does um you know for me i i find it hard to even strike a conversation at a grocery store um it usually just adds in small talk and i can't because like i want to ask more I, I i want to expand my conversation skills with strangers but i don't know how and so i feel like if I talk about it, maybe I'll I'll learn and eventually get the hang of it. Because usually what I say is, excuse me, can you tell me if this watermelon is good by smacking it? And then they smack it, and for some reason, they always pick the great watermelon, but you can only ask somebody who's older than you. Uh, sometimes I ask a woman, and then some, on rare occasions, some guys know. And it's weird, because like the whole watermelon theory where you just smack it, and then oh, suddenly you just know it's right. It's insane to me because like I've never been taught it, but I know that people do it and they just get the sweets from the amazing watermelon. And so that's like something that I I talk about if I ever try to do small talk with uh, people in a grocery store. But my inner monologue is always screaming at myself for not talking. It's like weird. Um, I've had that. I've had this yearning to talk to people. But I've been so shy, my anxiety just takes the hold of me. And then I just don't know what to say. And I guess apparently most people say what's up and hi. But uh, for some reason, my memory just doesn't cling on to that uh, template as a, as a starter conversation. Um, it, but, it, but the weird thing is it does click when I go to social parties. And when I'm with people I kind of know. And then it's weird. Uh, but just being with the only stranger, so like, if you're in the grocery store, if you're on your way to college, you need to take a train or something, uh, like I used to, it's different because you do get to talk to people like that. And there's sometimes there's a long waiting period before you wait for the next train or bus. And so you have like 20, 15 minutes of silence. Most people just look at their phone. But there's some tight days when there's a lot of people and they look really cool because they have like a cool t-shirt or stand up or whatever. And I get really shy and I don't know why I just decide not to. hardest part is having a funny set of people in your public setting where you're at so say if you're by a fountain or something it is the hardest thing in the world for me to hear a funny conversation that strangers are having and not want to laugh because sometimes it's really funny but the problem is you have to be a part of the conversation to laugh otherwise it feels like we're just eavesdropping and i feel like a background character i don't know but that used to happen before towards the end of high school not that not during the beginning so i had a lot of friends during high school but it uh because of their lack of adult of me making adult friends um during like, the beginning of college it affected the way i talked to people because in high school it used to be super easy but in college it's different because everybody has a different life path and they're at different places and so it feels like i'm not where i'm supposed to be but i guess nobody really knows what they're doing and it just feels like i'm in competition and i don't like that and also i just i used to lack of everything 
So one day I will, I will, I will, I will for sure get better at talking to strangers. Just book it. I just have a whole template. Uh, there's some people who are even funnier than I am now, and they, um, this girl, she did her Michael Jackson impression as an icebreaker. And the, another person suggested that I just talk about my favorite cold case, like serial killers and stuff. Like everybody knows about Bennett, John Bennett Ramsey. Um, I was going to talk about John Bennett Ramsey, but apparently, um, so um, I guess the case is closed now. So they solved it because one of the people, uh, the guys that was there when she died, finally came forward that he was there when she died. Because I speculated that the I, uh, this my speculation was that the stepfather wanted to get ransom money from the his daughter his stepdaughter uh, because he it was it, the scary part is the ransom was the same amount of money that he was supposed to get as a bonus in his own job and so I speculated that that he invited um, somebody over because it was the day after Christmas naturally I thought it was a party and the suspect that I thought it was was Kilgraves because Kilgraves is the only suspect who killed himself after the interview and so I was like oh naturally that's the guy who did it and then I was thinking that well there's a missing person there's a missing person who was there who had to assist because she was tied up and gagged and then strangled somebody was there's a missing person there because the stepfather claims that he wasn't there but he was and so I was like, okay, there's a missing person. So that missing person was a, a man named uh, Olivia with a last name. So that guy came forward in 2019. Um, and I'm just reading it kind of late. So I guess they haven't made any breakout articles about it. Um, it's kind of really sad, but I'm just glad that it's solved this This is so different from what I do. This is the heartbroken heartbreaker. I wonder why it's called falling in love. When falling implies collapsing. And collapsing implies breaking. It's like saying that people have to fall first before they can be in love. That the latter can exist without the former. The phrase itself attaches meanings to the word love. And maybe it's a good thing. as something grand, something we need, and we all momentarily forget that in order to be in love, we have to collapse, not just to be in it, but sometimes also out of it, and that is the part which is never easy as the first initial pull. Falling out of something means planning someplace else. More often than not, we find ourselves path landing into uncertainty. That was where I found myself the summer before junior year, after six years of building up I was left alone, trying to dig my way out of the trash site, wondering where exactly I landed, and counting how many pieces of myself had gone missing from the impact. There were a lot. Okay, this is part one of the, of the what category. This is chapter one. Only when I pulled into the school parking lot did I feel the heaviness settle on my gut. I turned the engine off, but I couldn't quite make myself move. I let my eyes sweep over the student walk towards the green pillar building laughing and hugging as they killed each other on how their summer had gone. I looked away and fixed my gaze on the steering wheel instead. Inhale. 
wanted to give up in a minute, I could face this fear without even him. How could I? When he was the only one who always made sure I would I wouldn't stumble. But I knew I couldn't do that. I had to be strong, so I made the inside of my cheeks force myself to ignore everything. That reminded me of how I was alone and focused on taking one step after the other. There were no rooms for me to dismiss, so I kept going. Is the seat taken? My mouth automatically opened to answer yes. As I saved it for her, failed. But I caught myself before the word came out. I looked up to see who it was. Unfairly straight teeth, unruly sand brown hair, bright blue eyes, and the confidence of somebody who knew exactly how to speak and work together. A bit back hers. I would have said the word F word <laughs> in my head. He didn't wait for an answer. With a smile directed at me, the one and only step ever and neither did Cedric. Granted, Cedric never told me anything about Cedric never told me anything about him and it was exactly difficult to see why Cedric was weary of him. Seth Everett had a reputation for sleeping around. To sleep with anyone? Oh, that's that's terrible. Oh my goodness. Clearly, I've heard stories and rumors, and there were no guarantees that they would be true. I had to be cautious of him. Kenny, instinctively, I turned to him. His lips were pulled into a small smile, and his eyes regarded me with coolness that made it seem as if we knew each other for years. Then I could borrow a pen. I kind of forgot to bring mine. I knew I wasn't exactly fond of him, but I wasn't like I needed two pens, so obviously I handed him one. I think a Virgo would have been criticizing the hell out of that part because a Virgo's uh, social, you know, like introverts, like they hate being taken advantage of during school. I don't know if that's just me, but I, I hate that. I'm sorry. I just love commentary.
that's the enemy's spot. Um, I might find a different wood scrap or I might do a part two. I would hope that the beginning was kind of interesting. Um, there's obviously going to be more stories I want to try to read. 